All right, welcome to the Rise Up Podcast. I am your host, Jonah Mitchell. And in this podcast, I do my best, I do my best to help chronic dieters uh, essentially simplify weight loss for them and make them make this process seem a lot less terrible than than, than they have experienced the vast majority of their lives. Uh, and this is due to a lot of uh, things that go on up uh, up in our heads, a lot of misconceptions, a lot of lack of understanding about what our what we need, what our body needs, um, and how to react, and a lack of understanding of how we actually want to live our life. Um, you know. This is a process of, of understanding what we actually want to achieve beyond weight loss, right? If I were to snap my fingers, most people's problems wouldn't, wouldn't go away. <laughs> Essentially, that's what I try to help uh, everyone understand is that, you know, weight loss is a byproduct of fixing your relationship with your food, fixing your relationship with yourself and establishing something that you actually enjoy doing. Um, and this is not just pick everything up and change everything all at once, you know, and, you know, it's the day after Thanksgiving. And a lot of people uh, are going to be uh, very frustrated with themselves. They're going to try to overcompensate for what they did, and you know, and 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 it's going to make it. It's going to make their their relationship with themselves and their food even tougher, and essentially prolong the uh, their their uh, prolong the uh, their journey, making it harder for them to uh, or take make it take longer for them to get to the the place where they actually want to be, which is living a life of freedom around their food, right? We want to not be able to, we don't want to think about our food and, and our weight all the time. And ultimately that's what I'm here to help you do is really connect those dots. So you stop living this life that makes it, uh, that makes your, the stop living a life that, you know, we're always self-conscious, you're always frustrated with yourself and you don't actually, don't actually feel good about anything that you do, no matter how hard you try, the weight loss doesn't come, or if it does come, it's, you don't feel the greatest. Um, and ultimately we want to feel better first and, and establish this, uh, this lifestyle that makes us feel better without all the rules. Right. And really it's all guidelines that help us live the life that we want to we want to live that has the freedom anyway i'm going down a rabbit hole uh, let's get into the actual topic right essentially i'm here to help you feel comfortable with yourself and make pro permanent progress without sacrificing uh your sanity right that's the the whole gist of that um if you're listening to this podcast in my facebook group uh i hope you find this valuable um and always you know hashtag replay so more people can see it um and if you learned something today if i helped shift your perspective i would greatly appreciate you share this with uh just one person um you know i always love getting a chance to help um, people realize that this process is a lot simpler and we're the ones making it harder than it has to be uh, just because we lack some understanding all right so thanksgiving Day after Thanksgiving, it's always tough, right? Thanksgiving is is or any holiday essentially is always rough because there's a lot juggling. There's a lot of juggling going on uh, when it comes to family, when it comes to events, when it comes to well, it's just the people around us who are also stressed out and and uh, making our lives a little bit harder on the road or whatever, right? It's very easy for stress to 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 take over during these times of year, and oftentimes we become uh, we become the uh, well, we put ourselves on the back burner because it's just like, well, I don't want to try and think about how to eat healthy and find exercise when I'm already juggling 30,000 things, right? So, you know, really, then we go through the holidays and essentially, you know, we don't make the best choices that are aligned with us. This doesn't mean you are, this does not always mean uh, saying no to certain things. Sometimes a, a win can be saying yes to some things, right? Um, but we just don't feel the greatest afterwards. We feel like we messed up. We feel like we let ourselves down. We, well, we don't prioritize ourselves. So again, it's just an, an inevitable thing because we just don't know what we don't know what we don't know, right? We we are used to the things that make our life harder when it comes to our health and our fitness. And when it comes to dieting and exercise, we're we're used to what uh, we're used to. We're used to hearing people tell us how to do something. Um, 
but we don't necessarily know how to actually apply that to us. And often it sounds very miserable and not very sustainable, right? So ultimately, I, I say all this before I get into the three ways to get back on track, because ultimately, before we ever really see significant, like, consistent results, we need to understand that we need to blue, we need to step away from all the stuff that makes our life harder, all the things that we genuinely hate doing, like cutting out carbs, doing an exercise that you don't enjoy, right? Overly restricting yourself, you know, and, and realize that those are not the paths of success. And ultimately, doing things that make you feel better first is the most important thing that matters, that matters above all else. I can, I can spit here and tell you all the science behind everything, but if you're applying these things and they make your life harder, they're not going to work. You're not going to stick with it. And again, we're still sitting in the same cycle of, of frustration and it's just not fun, right? So number one, when it comes to getting back into uh, getting back or uh, yeah, number one, when it comes to getting back on track after Thanksgiving is let it the fuck go. All right. If you didn't make the best choices that you could, if you're feeling really frustrated about it, let it go. All right. There's no point in essentially it's, there's no point in, in beating yourself up for it. It, it, it happened, right? It, it's happened. We need to just check, like, just say, okay, you know, I could have done better and that's it. Let it, let it live in the past because what, the more we remind ourselves, the more we get frustrated with ourselves, the, the, the more stress we're adding, the more stress we add, the more our body wants to relieve that stress. It makes it harder for cravings to go away. It makes it harder for us to get back to doing exercise because uh, exercise is a stress, right? And we're already stressed out. Our body's not going to feel excited to do things um, all the time. So we're, we're, we're sending multiple signals that just makes it really hard for us to want to even get back on track in general. We don't feel that, that great. So really, essentially, we want to start doing things that make us feel better, right? And this is what, when I'm coaching people, I do not say... <laughs> I was actually talking to one of my, my buddies about this, and a lot of people are used to being coached by like, tell tell me what to do and I will do it, right? Uh, which is cool and all, right? Like, tell me how high to jump, but that doesn't actually, um, I, in my opinion, like, that doesn't teach you how to how to fish, right? This is giving you a fish. Like, do what I say and you'll see results, right? But this doesn't create autonomy uh, with yourself and confidence in yourself that you could do this for the long run because you you don't understand. You just are having someone tell you how to do it and and not really always being under being told why, right? So, you know, and, and a lot of people get really confused when when I tell them like I'm a health and weight loss coach, but like they don't start with things that immediately help them lose weight. They get they we focus on things that are going to help them feel better. This is understanding your routine and the things that you're currently doing, the things that you're currently telling your body that have been keeping you stuck, um, that can have drastic improvements on making you feel uh, feel a little bit better, right? This is looking at your daily activity. And how often are you moving throughout the day? If that's not very often, we start there. If you're not staying hydrated, like you're drinking less than a half a gallon of water a day, like, okay, then we can start looking at that. If your food quality isn't very high, you know, you you don't very you don't have very much protein in your diet, you don't have a very, uh, very much many colors, vitamins and minerals in your diet, you know, we focus on simply adding one or two a day um, and, and just build those things from there and get you connected to how much better you can feel with very simple adjustments and be feeling better is like see uh, uh, imp uh reducing bloating and digestion seeing increased energy um you know you feel less uh less 
puffy, I guess, because, you know, some foods can uh, lead to more, a little bit more water retention. And when we kind of focus on these simple things, um, you know, you feel better really quickly. And it doesn't always translate to weight loss, right? But again, when we're always focusing on the scale and and, and, and just correcting the problem, uh, correcting the choices that we make, we're not, we're not doing things that actually help us in the situation that we create for ourselves. We're doing things to solve a short-term problem. It's like, oh, the scale is high. I need, I need to fix it right now. But then like we're making decisions that are not uh, necessarily aligned with how we want to live our life. So we are, uh, like I said, ex ext uh, extending the timeline because now we don't not only have a weight loss problem, we have a relationship with ourself problem. We have a relationship with our food problem that even if we do lose the weight, those things don't go away. And we don't know how to feel better. So now we're just constantly looking at the scale and the scale is not making us feel better. So then we're likely ending up going back to where we even started, right? This is a vicious cycle that I want to help shatter for you. So let it go. Stop dwelling in the past. I know that can be hard, right? Especially if you've done this for the vast majority of your life. So focus on the things that are going to help you feel better. And simply, you know, when I'm working with people, it's add color and protein to their meals consistently. Drink your water, right? Go for a, a, even a five-minute walk or do some form of exercise that you enjoy. I don't care, right? Because until we have consistency, all I need your brain to be looking for is things that you enjoy doing that are aligned with your health goals. It's going to be, it can be hard. You know, it can be hard. It's like, it's like, it's like climbing up a hill that you, that it, or it feels like a mountain because there's a lot of obstacles, steep, steep, steep slopes. And it's just like, I don't know how to do any of this. Okay. You don't have to know. You just need, in the beginning, focus on doing things that you genuinely enjoy that can be aligned with your goals. It doesn't mean change everything and overcompensate. And especially, well, especially doesn't mean this, which number two is don't punish yourself. I was actually talking to one of my siblings um, and, you know, she was telling me about, I was talking to one of my siblings yesterday and she was telling me about her diet and how, you know, there's certain times when she, when she doesn't feel that great, she knows she's her digestion's really off and her energy is super low and she just does not feel great at all. And she told me about her health goals. She knows she wants to shed a little bit of fat, you know, um, and, and, and hold on a little bit more muscle tone. She exercises here and there. And she told me about what she does. And, you know, um, she told me that like sometimes when she feels really gross, she starves herself for two days. She doesn't eat, you know, and, and I, I hear that. I'm like, does that like so when you when you starve yourself for two days and you, you know you you may feel better you know what what do you do after the two days well you know that I'm really hungry and I kind of gorge I over I overeat again and like I or the second I eat anything I feel really bloated again right so the problem isn't the fact of that we're always overeating the problem is that we're the the we're we're having these we make these punishing decisions to to make up for our choices but then they make the problem worse so then you know like she came out and she was like well I binge eat sometimes right. Um, uh, after I after I like limit my food intake for so long, I'm like, okay, this is not solving the problem because now when we overeat afterwards, and we're just eating all this stuff, and then we still have this discomfort in our stomach, you know, we feel even worse, and it's a vicious cycle. Well, now I'm going to limit my intake again, right? And now we're just not feeling. Well, now we're just in this 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 rabbit this this rat race of 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 doing something that is not necessarily aligned with with us, not feeling very great overcompensating and punishing ourselves for it. It's, you know, we may feel better physically for a second, but then we go back to what we were doing or we, or our body naturally is like, I'm super hungry. And we unknowingly uh, over, overeat again, we possibly binge eat again. And, and now we're making, now we're adding more extra calories that didn't need to be there. If we were to just sustain uh, eating consistently the, the last couple of days, but you know, it'd be more uh, around how you, uh, around the foods that made you feel better 
right? So then you would limit your intake even more and you probably feel better more, much more sustainably and you wouldn't be going on this roller coaster of overindulge, starve yourself, overindulge, starve yourself. And that was either keeping you at maintenance or sustaining or uh, slowly gaining over time. Where if we were to eat consistently things that were just made us feel good, more satisfied, feel better, you know, we'd be less likely to over overeat and binge eat. And we'd be in a place where where we actually like what we're doing and we remove the the punishment, right? Nobody will... <laughs> Nobody does things out of hatred or or punishment for extended like true extended periods of time, right? You can you can be motivated, you can prove yourself that you can do hard things for for a long for for a long time, but longevity, your body, your brain is going to focus on or is going to try and get out of that stress stressful loop because it's not actually aligned with how we want to live. You we inherently do not want to punish ourselves, right? We do so because of some unknowing psychology that's going on. We do so because we don't have all the pieces that actually align with us, right? So now when and I am only speaking from experience, you know, and I've, I've had to learn this lesson the hard way. I didn't understand everything. If I were to overeat, you know, I would, uh, I, I was lucky I had football, but when I lost football and I was still overeating, I was like, well, I got to burn all these calories off. I got to go run. I got to go lift. I got to go do all this stuff, but that's not always the case. You know, especially when you learn to understand where the routine that fits for you make and that makes you feel better, that can start to align with your goals of consistency that will get you to where you want to go. It doesn't it doesn't live in that realm of we do things to we don't we we punish ourselves. Right. You do not if you do not plan legitimately plan on punishing yourself for the rest of your life. And this is going not to get into a too much of a mental health loop. Um, mental health is something I'm very, very passionate about. Um, but like people who struggle legitimately with like depression and, and things that like really legitimately, like it's like punishing the punishing yourselves is almost cathartic. You know, the, the gym is my therapy. You know, it, it could feel a little bit better that, that you feel like you deserve it. But again, you don't, you truly don't. But you, again, your brain is not in a place to really understand that. But again, you can use that for good. You can improve your body composition, but it doesn't solve the problem. Right. And that's what I'm trying to get. Like punishing yourself doesn't solve the problem. Feeling comfortable, feeling better is going to solve your problems and it's going to make your decisions and your choices be much more aligned in the long term, right? And then you'll be looking for ways that you would want to keep showing up for, which is going to solve your consistency problem and you're going to feel better much more, much more consistently, right? And you're going to want to make those choices more often. And this is where, you know, when we let things live in the past, they happen, right? And we don't punish ourselves for it. We just say, hey, it lived in the past. I don't need to punish myself. I just need to go back to what feels good, what makes me feel better. Your your mistake, your bad choices, your bad choices, they usually go right away within a few days, right? It, it's And it's tough when you look at the scale and it's up and it's like, holy crap, I just I can't do anything anymore. Or you feel really bloated or uncomfortable. It's like, hold on, let's slow down. And really, the last one is is the most important. The last tip to get back on track after you let it go, after you stop punishing yourself, is keep it simple. This time of year is really tough for multiple reasons. And like I said, I could go down a rabbit hole with a, with a lot of these things. I'm going to try and keep it general because, you know, I, t I can talk. I can really talk. <laughs> but ultimately, we, we need to keep it simple. There's so much stuff going on already. If you have 12 things you have to do in order to be healthy, and I use that with quotations. The only way you see that is if you're watching this on YouTube. But if you want to be healthy, right, and you have to hit this, this checklist of 12 things, right, and you already have 30 things you got to be juggling, in order uh, just to keep up with the season when it comes to family events, like I already mentioned that earlier, like 
how likely are you able to, to stay consistent with that complicated structure, that complicated routine? You know, simplicity, simplicity scales. It does. It, it, it amplifies. It, it It's crazy. Um, and I, I read a book um, almost, well, I read the book, but it's called uh, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, Navy SEAL guy. Um, and he just talks about like team building. And if you have complicated plans, it's really, really hard to execute on those things because there's a lot in, in his example is in the military, right? I'm not a military person. Like I've, I've never been in the military. I don't have any family in the military, but I, I like the analogies because they can, they can, or the, the comparisons because they can apply a lot to a lot of things. I mean, again, we're not to the same extent as someone who's in a firefight um, in Iran, but it's still like, they have a lot to pay attention. They have a lot to be worried about, right? At, at all times. And if they have a complicated plan on top of that, it's really hard to execute on that and still survive something that's so stressful and chaotic all the time, right? We don't have that same stress. But again, if you have a lot of stuff going on in your life and you're constantly juggling things and other people, and then you have another checklist of 16 things to stick to your plan, you're likely going to get rid of the thing that's too complicated and focus on the things that you can just get through. Right. If you don't have a simple plan to get back to a simple, a simple couple goals that just gets the momentum going, gets the ball rolling, gives you back some sort of control, like you're missing out on on the, the reassurance that you got this right. You're just if you have that overcomplicated plan, you have 13 things on your to do list to just be healthy. If you have so many choices, you have like a limited pantry and it's like, holy crap, like uh, now you have all these 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 delicious sides and it's like none of these are really healthy. Oh my god, I'm 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 messing up. I'm just oh, why even try right now, right? That you're going to remind your brain that oh, this is too hard. I can't do this right now. But if you but if you get rid of that and focus on simple stuff like, you know what? I'm going to get back to some sort of walk or some sort of exercise. Right? It doesn't have to be a walk, but I get all my clients to walk consistently as their as their as their cardio because it's easy to find time to get some movement in, right? Maybe not this time of year if you live in a cold state like Colorado, but uh like this is the type of stuff that like like simplicity is super important to remind you, like, hey, even if, even though it's chaotic, I got this. I can control these things. And when you remind your brain of this stuff, you activate something called your reticular activating system. It's essentially what tells your brain to focus on. Right. You, you focus on the things that's important to you. It's the same reason, like when you get a new car and you didn't see that car before and now you're driving it everywhere, you see it everywhere. Right. It's only because your brain now associates this is important to me. And now you see it. You notice more often. It's not just because they produce more. It's just now you see it more often. Right. If we remind ourselves that we can do something for ourselves consistently, you're going to tell your body, you're going to tell your brain to focus on other things that you can do. Right. Other small things that you can consistently uh, add back into your routine, reminding yourself that even though no matter what's going on, you can still show up the best way you can. You're going to rewire this relationship with yourself and stop looking for all the bad that you experience, but all the good that you can do. Right. Not remind yourself that, oh, I can never stay consistent. I'm never motivated, blah, blah, blah. And then you do 30 things. You have 30 things you have to uphold just to be healthy. Uh, and that's the only way you found success in the past. Right. But then now it's it's unrealistic to do that because you got kids, you got family, you got all these fucking crazy things going on. And then you have an unrealistic, uh, a, a old standard that's unrealistic to the current times you live in. And and now it's too complicated. 
now you're like, well, obviously, since I can't do all those things, I can't be healthy. So now you're going to tell your brain that you're going to remind, you're going to find everything that you can't do. And you're just going to amplify the stress, which is going to, again, make it difficult for you to let things go. It's going to make it difficult for you not to punish yourself. And you're going to feel like you constantly, you're, you're struggling. You're on this hamster wheel that keeps you stuck, keeps you stagnant. And then that frustration builds up. So you just stop altogether. And now it's just, again, this vicious cycle that we, we need to get out of. So keep it simple. Get out of this thing of like, I need 30 things. Just make it two, right? Can you control your nutrition? Can you control your water? Can you control your fitness? Can you control um, um, your, your stress management, right? Can you control your sleep? Pick one or two, right? Can I get one vegetable uh, in my day-to-day consistently? Can I? Great. Awesome. If you can, focus on that. Can I add one walk? In, even though I've got a busy schedule, I can still five, five minutes. You know, my kids are at baseball or, or they're at whatever they got. I can walk for five minutes while they're practicing. You know, can I add, uh, can I focus on getting my, my protein back into my meals consistently? Can I focus on drinking my water again? Like, again, keep it simple. Pick one or two of anything that is considered healthy that you feel confident you can do and build up that momentum. Remind your brain what you can accomplish when it's crazy and it's going to be much easier to get back on track. Instead of focusing on every every wrong decision you make, you start, you're going to train your brain to focus on every right decision you can make, right? And we want to remind, we, this is really what people have a hard time with. It's not the external that's going to fix our problems, right? It's the internal conversations we have. And a lot of my clients, you know, they come, they, 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 they like, what's the trick? How do I do this? How do I, how do I, how do I just let go of something I've done for, a, for, for the vast majority of my life? And it's like, we just ask ourselves new questions, more aligned questions. What's valuable to you? What's important to you? right? And listen to how you answer yourself back. A lot of times we just keep it on the back burner. We don't acknowledge it because we are always so full of thing, other things going on. We, our own our own goals get pushed to the back burner. And that's why we're so used to pushing ourselves to the back burner and everything. We just have to remind ourselves what is important to us and talk to ourselves in a new way. Ask ourselves new questions and remind ourselves what it is that we what we value, right? So that you can remind yourself that it's like one day does not mean the rest of the year is over, that it could be one day and we focus on the things that make us feel better, not focus on everything that made our life harder, because then we're going to punish ourselves for not being able to stick with something that was super hard. We're going to punish ourselves for making bad decisions, right? Again, air quotations around that. And now we're ruining a relationship with ourselves and our food, making it really hard for us to, to even want to stay consistent whatsoever, right? And then, and then we have a complicated plan because we're not keeping it simple. And now we're making it really hard and reminding ourselves like, oh my God, this is just too much. This is just too much, right? We don't want that. We want to keep it simple. We want to stop punishing ourselves and we want to let things go. Let it go and get back to what helps you feel better. If you have no idea, please, for the love of God, reach out to me. <laughs> All I want to do is help you. All I want to do is, is make this process easy. And you can ask anybody in my Facebook group. They've asked me a question. I will give them a whole book because I want them to feel better first, right? There's no more. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this, this episode with, with a little realization that I've had. You know, I, I, everything I teach, everything I want you to understand is, yes, I'm a coach. Yes, I'm the, the, I'm going to lead you to where you want to go. But it's not the whole the, the the same leadership follower type of relationship that we're we've come so accustomed to, where the leader tells us what to do and we do it, right? Which like I've always resented that type of relationship. When I'm talking to somebody, I am not the person who knows so much more about you that I'm better and I'm better than you, right? I'm I'm not I'm not better than anyone. <laughs> like like I, I never want that to come off. I don't know why that came out. But anyway, I am here to help you connect the dots for yourself. I'm essentially your partner. 
right? I'm a coach who's who's your partner, who will call you out with coach normal coach things when you're being an asshole to yourself and you know lowering the standard. But also, but ultimately, I'm not the dictator, right? That's what most coaching is: is dictatorship. Like you have to do this, this, and this to see this result, which is cool, but it drives me up a wall because you don't actually understand why, especially if the coach doesn't teach you why. And that again, that's that bugs me so much. So, like I said, I'm going down a rabbit hole a bit. It bugs me a lot that you don't have to. It it really it bugs me more that you don't have to uh, that you struggle as as much as you do when you don't have to. Right. Please ask questions, you know, to get a hold of me, check the show notes, come follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and join me in my Facebook group where I'm more, more active in here. I live stream these. I do I do Q&As. Uh, I do videos every week uh, and to, to help you make this process a lot simpler. All right. And if you're watching this as Facebook group, I greatly appreciate your, you being here. And I'm super thankful that you allow me to do what I love doing every single day. And I hope that what I do is helpful to you and that you're seeing progress. Even if I never speak to you, I hope that I am at least making some sort of small impact on your life, no matter what that looks like. All right. So I'm done with my rant today. Like I said, if you're watching this in my Facebook group, hashtag replay. Um, if you're listening to this on 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 any of those podcast platforms or you're watching on YouTube, you know, share it with one person. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I hope you learned something and um, check the show notes to get a hold of me or follow my other social media, my other short form stuff on TikTok, Instagram. That's all there. And the link to my Facebook group is also there as well if you want to see more of my long form stuff like this. Um, but yeah, I hope you had a great day. And I hope this helps if you're kind of beating yourself up after Thanksgiving. Um, and just to know that, you know, it's really simple. It's a lot simpler than you think. And you, get, and you can stop doing shit that you hate doing that makes your life harder um, to get back on track. All right. So I'm done talking, done ranting. Uh, Have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next one.